The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. And I'm your host, Peter Tung. To start off with a, an apology, uh, last week's show, for some reason, and Tom will talk about Merc- Mercury Retrograde in a moment, but last week's show uh, didn't get archived immediately and didn't get up actually until yesterday. So for those people who are really looking forward to that show, and it was a very good show with some great and important information, it is now up. So you can uh, go to my show for last week. Um, with Ian Souter and listen to that show now and I do apologize for those of you who I know were wanting to listen to that show uh, for the delay. And I have with me today Tom Lesher and I'm so happy to have Tom on the show. I've been listening to the Pele report with Kai Pacha for several months now and it's really helped me on my own personal journey as well as the work that I do with the Landscape Zodiac and with the people in our community and the meditations and so on. And the insights that he has uh, brought forward has been really, really helpful to me personally. So when I invited Tom to come onto the show, I was, I was really pleased when he agreed to do so. So welcome to the show, Tom. Uh, thank you very much. It's uh, great to be here, Peter. Nice to make your acquaintance. So you've been involved in uh, astrology for many, many years. So perhaps you could just tell our listeners how it all began for you. Well, it's not the it's not the best story, Peter. It was a long time ago. I was a uh, eighteen year old teenager, and I was uh, actually living next door to an astrologer. And I moved out to California, and uh, he actually uh, traded me some. Uh, uh, well, I was I was dealing some cocaine at the time. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. And he uh, he traded me. Uh, he traded me. So you know, uh, he said, "Let me tell you about your chart. I'll trade you a little bit of that stuff." And uh, we sat down together, and he absolutely blew my mind. He told me about my mother, my father, my girlfriend. Uh, I had just crashed my motorcycle and messed up my knee, and he told me I I was going to have bad knees. And <laughs> I mean, he went on uh, in in and out and about everything, and and uh, it just you know uh, changed my entire life. Before that, my motto was, you only go around once, so you should grab for all the gusto. Right. And after that chart reading, I realized that there was reincarnation, and I better get my act together. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, I did all the charts of my family and my friends, and I got all these books, and I've just been, you know, swallowed up in it for over 35 years now. Um, It's just really uh, given me a tremendous 
way I think that the, the best way I can describe it is that it is an objective validation of my inner experience, which I need a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've noticed, though, over the last few months, uh, listening to your reports every week, um, that, that I'm, I'm aware that you yourself are going through a significant transformation in consciousness right now. So uh, I'm sure you're aware of that. So could you tell us what is happening to you personally at this time? Uh, well, actually, right now I am having this uh, t- transiting Saturn uh, conjunct the north node of my moon. I have my the north node of my moon is at 16 degrees of Scorpio, and uh, uh, the node has just passed by uh, for the first time in over 18 years, and Saturn is now coming around for the first time in 28 years. It's, and that is all conjunct my nadir, which is the cusp of my fourth house. So I'm going down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, it's really time to begin a new foundation. At this, uh, and, of course, Saturn in the North Node, it's time to form, structure, consolidate uh, my future, uh, you know, soul intention. It's, it's really a time of my life. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, I am going through a, it's interesting. I had a chart reading done when I was uh, 25, 26 years old, and the astrologer sat me down and he said, you know what? Your life purpose starts when you're 56. And I said, no. <laughs> What am I supposed to do between now and then? <laughs> Just hang out, <laughs> and it's it's really a yeah right. It's really something. Now I'm 56, and uh, it's all you know. Uh, my life is really taking on a, a new dimension and uh, a new direction and uh, new depth because I've uh, I've left the United States. I've decided to relocate to Costa Rica and gain residency down here and, um, uh, you know, uh, join a ecological community. I'm uh, designing a house to live in this uh, community of people from 26 different countries where they were all going to be growing our own food uh, organically and building the roads and everything out of, uh, you know, recycled material. And um, it's, it's a very exciting personal journey with a new relationship that's uh, very powerful with a Costa Rican woman. And yeah, I, I am in a way starting my life over again, but I, I must say I have done that a few times now. Well, congratulations on that. It's, it's been very evident to me that you've been going through this transformation and it's wonderful to see. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, it's been a little bit of a bumpy road. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a smooth one, is it? <laughs> So let's talk about, uh, you do your weekly Pele report, and that usually comes out on a Wednesday today, and so why don't we just talk about what, you've, uh, what you're going to say or what you have already said in your Pele report about the energies of this week. We're shifting from Libra to Scorpio. We've got Mercury retrograde happening. Um, so so what, have you, what are you saying about this week itself? Well, I am, you know, this week is... This, as the, as you say, you know, the sun went into Scorpio, and <clears throat> we're having this this closing in. Uh, you know, Mercury went up to eighteen degrees of Scorpio, and, and before it went retrograde, and now the sun has come into Scorpio. We're having a, a Saturn Moon's node sandwich, 
and the sun and Mercury are just closing in <laughs> over this next week, uh, preparing for the uh, for the solar eclipse on November third, and so we're going to have this Sun node Saturn Mercury conjunction going on for darn near two weeks, if you give it a wide orb. So this is this is really uh, a, you know very powerful this week in particular. On Saturday, we have then the moon going through Leo, uh, creating that third quarter square to Scorpio. And in the Pele report, I just talked about mostly that this, this, this whole time now building up to this eclipse and working with Scorpio is dealing with the finishing, the closing, the ending. It's the dark time. Scorpio is the underworld. And that underworld is dealing with suppressed, repressed emotions, fears. I mean, if you look at Scorpio, what is it? It's the negative emotions. It has to do with jealousy, envy, uh, fears around uh, partnership. It has to do with death, with endings, with letting go. I mean, this is this underworld experience, and we're going through it for quite some time. That uh, the moon's node and Saturn both entered Scorpio in October of 2012. So you'd think that we would be used to it by now. <laughs> but it's like, you know what? Life has just gone up a notch. Let's face it. We are all being tested. We are all being challenged to make the money, to make ends meet in our relationships with each other, intimate sexual relationships. Scorpio is about power, it's about money, it's about sex, it's about the deep elements and aspects of life. And, you know, all I, you know, so, what, you know. So then when you put Mercury so this, retrograde you know, on. So what I'm talking about. I'll continue. Yeah, the Mercury. Yeah, the Mercury retrograde. Let's let's look at that because you know it's it, it's actually a time of deep reflection. The retrograde of Mercury is reflect, revolt, redo, re re reinvent, reinvent yourself, rethink. Yeah, this whole the, the whole purpose of retrograde planets in the chart is that they are more powerful, and it's time to individualize that planetary energy. So when Mercury is retrograde, it's time to individualize our thinking processes. Right now we also have Neptune, Chiron, and Uranus retrograde. It's a kind of a retrograde time here. And this individualization process that, you know, Carl Jung talks about is a process of breaking out of conditioned beliefs, conditioned thoughts, really guarding and watching our boundaries. This is Mercury-Saturn now. And Saturn has to do with reflection. I mean, in traditional astrology, Mercury-Saturn is depression. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's just, you know, negative thinking. And it's seeing the glass is half empty. And it's, you know, the, it's just a time where things are not as bad as they look. But they may feel pretty bad. <laughs> So, you know, it's a time where we are dealing with loss. We are dealing with, you know, of the other saying no. This is Saturn. 
Saturn says, no, don't go here. Don't go there. You know, don't, you don't get that job. You're not getting that money. You, you know, you're not getting that partner. You're not getting that orgasm until you stand. And what is Saturn? It's the teacher. It's the authority. It is time to prove ourselves to ourselves. But very often at this time now by standing for ourselves within our relationships, not running away from relationships, not cowering back into Taurus, you know, my own familiar territory, my own, I'll, you know, I'll masturbate, I'll get off myself, I'll take care, I'll make my own money, I'll, I'll be a survivor. No, 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 no. Saturn in Scorpio is saying, you stand up and be the authority, and with Mercury, you stand up and speak your truth to the world, and you, you know, rebel, revolt you know, realign with your own true self. And this is the beautiful trine happening to Black Moon Lilith and Jupiter down there in Cancer. And the great, you know, and the, and the other trine happening, shooting over to Neptune and Chiron. This grand trine in water has been going on for quite some time. And it's going to continue on for a little bit longer here. And this water is our feelings. It's our emotions. And it's, and so in so many ways, I, when we have this Mercury, Saturn, and Scorpio in the sign of water, it's psychoanalysis, it's primal therapy, and in so many ways, the truth can't be spoken. It needs to be felt, particularly at this time. So our feelings give us the clues. Our intuition gives us the pathway. And I just encourage people in the Bailey Report, I think I say that anyway, you know, that it is about trust. Scorpio is about learning trust, and it's really hard to trust when Saturn is going through Scorpio. <laughs> but the North Node is there. That's what it is. You know, the North Node is saying, as hard as it is, you know, bite the bit and do it, and you will receive, you know, in the long run through time, the return, the results are going to be worth it. So it's time to hang in there. It's time to stay in there. It's time to stand firm. It's time to deal and confront those forces beyond our control. And, and, and like I say, it's not so much even about speaking as about feeling. And I encourage people at this time to not be so much caught up in judgment that you are wrong or you, uh, I'm right or you're wrong or, you know, I'm blaming you or, the, you know, it's your fault or getting into all this stuff. Just say, when you do that, it makes me feel blah, 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 blah. It's the more that we can get out of our heads, which live in the ego, that our, our, our mental thinking is, is, you know, egoically driven. And the ego lives in this third dimensional world of polarized reality. Good, no. I mean, yes, no, right, wrong, good, bad, up, down, black, white, night, day. This small percentage of our total identity, maybe less than 10%, is ego. 10% of our self is conscious living in this third dimensional world. We are 12 dimensional, 13 dimensional beings. Tom, we're actually coming in Chiron in Pisces. 
we're coming up to our first break, actually, Tom, so I'm going to take that now, and we'll, we'll let you return uh, with the same discussion when we come back. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. There are a lot of questions about psychic reading and messages from beyond and what they say to us and about us. Join hosts Pat Nelson and Bryce Korsanowski for Illuminating You. Our program will answer many of the questions that you may have and others will have. Our guests discuss and share their personal stories of triumph over trauma. We'll talk about all aspects of healing, living as a part of nature, and other psychic and medium topics. Listen every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Just a reminder to go to my website, www.petertung.com where all of our information resides, uh, all of our uh, newsletters over the last few months and all the radio shows archived, and also to www.myheartcenteredjourney.com, where our Ambassadors of Light class, where we hold a uh, class every two weeks talking about what is taking place in the world at this time, which also includes some energy discussions around astrology. And as our listeners have realized, Tom Lesher Kaipacher is talking about the current astrological implications, and he goes far deeper than that because we're now looking very deeply into ourselves, uh, into our own transformational experience. And Tom, you, you mentioned uh, in the first segment how intense these energies are currently with the, the energies in Scorpio, but we're also between the lunar eclipse and the solar eclipse. We had the lunar eclipse last week, solar eclipse November the 3rd. How, how does that play into this whole picture? Well, uh, the way that I, you know, I mean, the way that I see it here is that uh, there's a lot of different ways of looking at eclipses. They're not not all eclipses are created equal. <laughs> First of all, they happen in different signs. You know, as as the moon's nodes move through a sign, you'll have a, an eclipse season and an eclipse cycle. 
uh, these have you know uh, six months ago, uh, you know, and even a year ago, we've had these uh, Taurus Scorpio eclipses. But the way that they also work then is you have a North Node eclipse and you have a South Node eclipse, and then you can have. You know, the lunar eclipse first, then a solar eclipse, then another lunar eclipse, or you can have the solar eclipse first and then just have a lunar eclipse. And so there's, you know, there's many different, you know, um, uh, patterns and energies around these eclipses. So let's look closely at this one. First of all, it's a north node eclipse season. Okay, it was six months ago. It was the south node. And what we can say is that, you know, a planet is always stronger near its north node. So the moon is stronger when it is at the north node, which is the solar eclipse coming up. And that last lunar eclipse was in not only not in Taurus and Scorpio, that full moon actually occurred in Aries and Libra. So we have this situation where this, you know, the last lunar eclipse was the full moon. The moon is in Aries, the sun is in Libra, and it's really bringing up this ability. It's those are fire and air signs, and Libra is looking for balance, looking for harmony, looking for peace intellectually creating plans, ideas, being diplomatic, being tactful, making associations, making connections. It's really, you know, it it has been a a time of karmic relationships. This is a time of, of everybody making and breaking life, you know, prior lifetime connections. And we want to really get that straight, that the, that the nodal axis has to do with our relationships from past lifetimes, with our soul activities from past lifetimes, and the people that those activities have brought us into contact with. And so what we can say is that this time period between the lunar and the solar eclipse is a time of realizing the deeper levels of our relationships, of what relationships mean to us, of what we are getting out of our relationships, or what we are not getting and what we would like to receive. That moon in Aries in that last lunar, you know, in, that, in the lunar eclipse is like, I need, I want, I am ready for ba 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 you know. Moon in Aries is I'm going to reach out and grab that cookie. <laughs> so you know that you know that full moon, that Moon in Aries, you know, is like come on, bring it on. And so you know what I can say is that in a way that kind of set the stage for this solar eclipse that is coming up. And and that and the and the and the difference between this is that of course the sun has moved from Libra into Scorpio. And that's just like taking a dive off of the high dive or the cliff into the ocean, whichever, wherever you go swimming. I don't know. Hopefully it's the ocean, not a swimming pool. But, you know, it's like air, you know, Libra air. Let's think about it, talk about it, conceptualize, uh, you know, uh, you know, gather information and blah, 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 you know, uh, into 
Hulk splash. Yeah. Now it's real. Now I'm feeling it. Now my kundalini is involved. Okay, now my deeper emotions, <laughs> my root and second chakras are saying that, you know, it's, I'm, I'm done talking and I'm into feeling and doing. And we're, and we're really coming much more so into a time where some of the plans or the ideals that were thought about now need to really be acted on and acted from and brought into focus. So it's kind of like moving out of theory into reality. You know, our, we can think about anything, but we have to walk our talk. That's, that's really what's coming up for us now. And I think that people can, uh, can sense that, that everybody is kind of, you know, really feeling the stress feeling the pressure that uh, if I'm going to get what I want, if I'm going to move forward on my path, on my destiny, now is the time. I cannot sit on my butt, sit on my thumbs, and take it in the shorts anymore. And, of course, this also has to do then with, you know, I mean, if we look at this whole United States, I was looking at the United States chart, and getting into what's coming up in 2014 with that, this whole government shutdown was going on. And, of course, we can see that this, you know, a lot of this time period also has to do with um, external authority and external big brother and external support systems like health care and welfare and social security and all of these things that we have, you know, really looked for external authority to take care of us to nurture us, to protect us, it's all an illusion, and it's not happening. And it's really time for each one of us, you know, to, to be looking, you know, towards our own personal creative potential and to really be standing in our full power. So that's what I see this, you know, this, this solar eclipse we have Mercury exactly conjunct the North Node at 7 degrees. And we're going to have the Moon exactly, you know, conjunct the Sun at 11 degrees. And then we have Saturn at 13 degrees. So this is, you know, four planets in the, no in the Node in the sign of Scorpio. And the, all I can say is that the higher expression of Scorpio is the eagle. And, and this is a time, and I think I, I even put it in the Pele report for this week, you know. If the caterpillar is afraid of the cocoon, it will never turn into the butterfly. <laughs> you know, it's like now is a time to go within, to get your act together, to trust your feelings to break out of what you have been told to believe, what you have been told is true, what you've been told is valuable, what you've been told you need, uh, if you've been told you've been you know, right or wrong. All of the conditioning, all of the programming, and breaking out of old childhood patterns. The moon will be conjunct its north node. That says that there is this period coming in of letting go of the child and moving towards Saturn, the adult. 
and we and it's you know the child reacts responds but the adult capricorn is you know in a uh, cardinal sign it initiates it's brahma it creates so this this solar eclipse is almost like this uh, uh you know from november 1st 2nd and 3rd this transference you know, it's like everybody gets to grow up in three days. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get our act together, man. I mean, it's, it's yeah, the, the, the pressure is on. You know, the pressure is on. So November the 1st uh, also includes this another powerful uh, square between Uranus and um, Pluto. And it's uh, the fourth one of a series of seven. And that obviously is playing into this as well. What is your sense of that particular um, aspect? Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's a good uh, that's a good long conversation. (laughs) 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 The two minute break here is gonna um, uh, we'll get a start on it. You know, Uh, uh, basically, this has so much to do with a much bigger, wider, longer, broader cycles of evolutionary development. This Pluto went into Capricorn in 2008. It's going to stay there till 2024. Uh, Uranus went into Aries in March of 2011. It's going to stay there until 2018. But we have these, you know, we have these squares that, like you said, there's seven of them that are exact from June of 2012 until March of 2015. This is like, uh, you know, a, a, oh, more than a two-year period of time, more than two-and-a-half-year period of time, where this square is indicative of the challenge to express, to manifest the concepts, the seeds that were sown when Uranus was conjunct Pluto in 1965, 1966, it was the summer of love. The revolution <laughs> back then was the seeds were sown by Timothy Leary. I create my own reality. And now at the square, guess what? It's time to do it. It's time to act. The first quarter square has to do with action. So it's crisis in action. It's like the, the plant breaking through the crust of the earth. It's time for us to take the idea, the concept of we create our own reality and bring it into, you know, and so I really want to deal with how our thoughts combined with our feelings and our needs, our inner child and our inner adult and our inner authority, these all combine. We really need to develop a deeper understanding of the creative process, which of course involves masculine and feminine, Venus and Mars, and so many other aspects. So um, that is also crucial uh, to this uh, unfolding of our uh, consciousness. Well, let's uh, let's continue that discussion after the break, Tom. It's Peter Tone for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Are you looking to advance spiritually? Listen each week for Spiritual Enlightenment 
Advancing One's Wisdom. Your host, Medium Maureen Allen, will cover an array of spiritual topics aimed to help you advance your soul's desired growth. Each week, areas of spirituality will be discussed and explored ranging from strange, paranormal experiences to heaven, spirit guides, and angels. To learn more about the other dimensions and how to better assist your path of evolution, tune into Spiritual Enlightenment, Advancing One's Wisdom, every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Just want to take this opportunity to thank our sponsors for this series of shows, Sherry Chase and Chase International Real Estate Company from beautiful Lake Tahoe and Rideau, Nevada. And also to thank the great support we have from and technical abilities we have from Voice America through our regular engineer, Matt, and also through my producer, Brandy Jackson, who provide the opportunity for me to bring these superb guests to you and today is one of those special people Tom Lesher doing a wonderful job in his own work and also assisting us today in getting an understanding of what is taking place astrologically and energetically and just before the break Tom you were talking about the Uranus square Pluto coming up on November 1st the 4th of 7 under what is a long term sort of power up moment over over three years so uh, continue with that and you were also going to bring in this whole concept around the imbalance between the masculine and feminine energies so so off you go with that all right well basically we're at the turning of the ages this is the birth of a new paradigm this is the ending of 6500 years of patriarchal male dominated socio-cultural religious conditioning and we have all if you take reincarnation into consideration had many lifetimes we've all experienced so much of this conditioning and this is time of breaking out it's breaking free it's breaking loose we're coming in not only uh, with this close on December 21st of 2012 of a 26,000 year cycle then we are also 
shifting from the age of Pisces, it's a 2,000-year cycle, into this age of Aquarius, which is a 2,000-year cycle. So we are coming into what is Aquarius? It's ruled by Uranus. Uranus has just gone into Aries. It goes around every 85 years. And Aries is the first sign. This is like a new birth. This is a new opening. Uranus rules the sixth chakra, the pineal gland, the third eye. It's time to pull back the veils of illusion. And Uranus does this. Yes, it reflects this time period, like I said, from 2011. And that was right at the same time as Fukushima. You know, Uranus goes into uh, the sign of Aries and two, three days later, you know, Fukushima blows and there we have this earthquake. It's time to wake up to what we're doing to the planet, our mother nature. And of course, mother nature is, in astrology, mother nature is earth and water is the feminine. And fire and air, nuclear power, is the masculine. And we just want to really look at you know, nature is speaking to us. <laughs> and, the, and the patriarchal orders, okay, the, these, these male, the masculine, which is highly immature, but that has not, you know, stopped it from seizing control and power prematurely, we could say. It's almost like this immature uh, understanding or, or integration of the masculine principle. Is has been like having, you know, teenagers run planet Earth for the last 6,500 years. <laughs> my, my old, so, my old you know, it's really <laughs> male teenagers, you know, with too much testosterone, <laughs> you know, just kind of, you know, uh, having too much say for too long. <laughs> and, it's, and you can just see what it's doing, you know, to the planet, to, you know, to uh, people. And let's just not say, you know, we've all been men and women. We are both masculine and feminine. The male has more to do with, uh, you know, um, the masculine energy because it has a male body and male hormones. But there's an inner feminine. And, of course, the women have an inner masculine also. So we just want to see that this is, you know, not gender specific, but it has to deal with masculine and feminine principles, which are beyond and bigger than strictly gender. But we are living in a third dimensional world that is polarized. We do need each other. We do need to balance, integrate. We are interdependent. And this is this whole shift that's going on, primarily since the woman's liberation of started in the 1950s or so. We want to say that this 2,000 year transition from Pisces into Aquarius has to take 100 years. And we could say from 1950 to 2050 would be a good 100-year period of time of rebalancing and re-integrating you know, the way that we uh, relate to and integrate our own inner masculine and feminine energy. And, of course, this, uh, this also has to do with this Uranus-Pluto square, particularly with Black Moon Lilith also involved in that square – and then we have Mars coming up January 5th. We have a grand cross, uh, Lilith opposite Pluto, Mars opposite Uranus, okay? And in all of these are squaring each other, creating a grand cross. Mars goes up to 27 degrees of Libra, then it goes retrograde and comes back. 
April 24th, we have it exact, all four of them at 13 degrees, which is the exact degree of the United States sun, 13 degrees Cancer. This will be Lilith moving over that degree. Yeah. Jupiter, I'm sorry, Jupiter is down there in, at that degree. So but, actually, Tom, I'd love you to talk a bit about Black Moon Lilith because it may be an aspect of astrology that people are not aware of and it's, I know, critically important and has been in this last few months uh, in terms of Earth changes and, and what is taking place. So just explain to our listeners the, the aspects of Black Moon Lilith. Well, yeah. <laughs> I do a weekend workshop on Black Moon Lilith. I've, I've done uh, a couple hours of a webinar on Lilith. You can download both of those from my website because she is a very powerful, huge archetype that I've just been working with for a couple of years now. But, um, you know, I really feel that uh, she is, um, you know, shares a lot of um, depth of knowledge and wisdom around the suppressed feminine energy. She was an ancient handmaiden of Inanna back in the matriarchal times. And then she was, when the patriarchy came around, she was the first wife of Adam and would not submit or lay beneath Adam as she was a goddess of love, a tantrika from the matriarchal times. So she left the Garden of Eden. She left Adam and was demonized as a result because that particular, you know, Judeo-Christian, whatever, you know, reality conditioning did, want, did not want women leaving their husbands. So she was actually said to then be the, um, she married the devil and she offered Eve the apple and she's a snake and blah, 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 blah. There's no big thing about her. So in your chart. She symbolizes where she was when you were born, is a very powerful feminine inner truth about yourself that the patriarchy has suppressed, denied, rejected, demonized. And therefore, you, in order to receive the love and attention and affection and nurturing from your parents and society, you reject that truth about yourself. So she's a point in your chart of self-rejection. And as long as we reject these parts of ourselves, then, of course, we project that shadow out into the world and get all pissed off and angry and upset with anyone who actually has a good relationship with that truth. <laughs> so she really deals then also. With this point of learning, right? You know, we get angry and we, these people, you know, get us all pissed off and we have to look at ourselves and look at our relationships and this is this shadow work that we have to do. But ultimately, then she is a great teacher for us and she, when we stop rejecting and projecting that truth about ourselves, we actually become a champion of that truth. That sign, house, aspect of your natal Lilith is where you can actually be a champion if you dig through all of the judgment and suppression that so many of your external authorities have shamed you. It has a lot, she has a lot to do with shame and guilt. So now she's moving through the sign of cancer. She's been conjunct Jupiter for a couple of years now through Taurus, through Gemini, now into cancer. 
And this Jupiter-Lilith traveling together has just been this time. And what, what it is, it's a time of recovering. Recover your cancer. Recover your inner child. Recover your, you know, your owning, believing, trusting, loving, your needs, your fears, your emotions, your need to be protected, to be safe, to be nurtured. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel. It's not a sign of weakness. You know, these can be tears of strength, you know. So Lilith is very powerful as she comes into this opposition with Pluto because in evolutionary astrology, the, the, the path of evolution of the soul is the Pluto polarity point, 180 degrees opposite Pluto. Pluto is where the soul has been. It's where we are obsessive compulsive and we need to break out and move towards the polarity to create this law of three, the trinity, the ascension process is created as we move from one polarity extreme towards and we move towards that other side. So as we move from Capricorn, relying upon external authority, government, parents, you know, hospitals, teachers, institutions, militaries, whatever, you know, for our security, for our stability, for our rock of Gibraltar, as we let go of that old illusions and we do the Pluto polarity point, oop, there's Lilith. Now is the time of all of us coming into cancer. And what do we meet in cancer? All of our anger, everything that has been suppressed, everything that has been, you know, um, our emotions that have been denied. And that, you know, it, it's, it's somehow, you know, weak to feel. And, and, and we run into all the bullshit that we have been programmed yeah, to believe as what power is, what strength is, what truth is. And this is very powerful right now this week because at this particular time, right at this uh, uh, third quarter square, we have uh, Venus in Sagittarius exactly in conjunct Jupiter in Cancer. And when we come back, I can talk a little bit how, you know, about this, you know, belief systems that you know have been in place for a long time are obsolete now and really a hindrance you know to the evolution of human consciousness well thank you tom that was a great segment i love it when you get on your roll it's wonderful <laughs> we'll take the break now it's been time for awakening to conscious co-creation The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. 
Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Having me today, Tom Lesher, who's just giving us a wonderful insight into what is taking place on the planet today and also what we need to do to be part of aligning ourselves with the planetary systems that are really pushing us into this new way of being, this, this new world. So, Tom, just uh, let our listeners know how they can connect with you, how they can get the Pele report and, and perhaps even get readings from you. Just give us your information. Oh, great. Thanks, Peter. Uh, Everything that I'm doing is on my website, which is newparadigmastrology.com. I guess you can find that also on Facebook uh, and on YouTube. Uh, You can look for the Pele Report. Pele is the Hawaiian goddess of the volcano. And I started doing this uh, Pele Report when I was living in Hawaii a few years ago. So I got it's got her name has a lot to do with Scorpio, actually, the volcano. <laughs> but um, yes, actually, I just also started last week uh, an eight week webinar on uh, intimacy and relationship in the horoscope where we are looking at the balance of the masculine and feminine through astrology using uh, Venus, Mars, Lilith. Scorpio and Libra, 8th and 7th houses, really looking at relationship and intimacy. And, uh, and I'm excited about that. I'm also uh, going to be doing some masculine-feminine workshops uh, with Bobby Klein uh, down in uh, Tulum, Mexico, coming up next year. And, and so, yeah, I travel around a bit and do workshops and, and different things with different teachers. And that's all on my website. Um, and then I have a, a little monthly subscription that people can if they really want to get into learning more about astrology and connect with other people of like-minded interests uh you can join my little community thing going on there they're just doing all kinds of stuff oh and i do personal readings every day on skype for people all over the world and you know yeah and where does the name kai pacha that's that where where does the name kai pacha oh there's another that's another story. I was down in Brazil uh, at the last, uh, it was actually the last eclipse, last November, that eclipse in Scorpio <laughs> really knocked me through a loop. I did a bunch of ayahuasca and, uh, you know, Maiha, 
who ran the uh, ashram down there, a uh, medicine woman, basically uh, came to me in the middle of a ceremony and, and downloaded this name Kaipacha, which is an Inca name for the Puma. And it, uh, it means master of the world of the senses. And it has a lot to do with, you know, what I need to be working on uh, this lifetime. And she gave me this new name. And I never went for that hippie stuff of changing names and all this <laughs> stuff. But I don't know. This one seemed to, you know, seemed to be particularly appropriate. So <laughs> well, it, worked, it works well for you. I so, I, yeah, that. I, I, uh, so let's return back to the discussion that, you were, that we were having before the break, which was to do with uh, Black Moon Lilith and the positioning of uh, Venus uh, at, the, at the current time. Just, just continue with that a uh, little bit. I, I will say this has to do with this whole, you know, re-understanding of the masculine and the feminine. Uh, you know, there's, there's the old masculine feminine and my my one of my teachers called it the marlboro man and betty crocker (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know know, where the you know the 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 man is the macho man and and the woman is you know the you know the sexy passive uh you know uh tries to you know seduce and look good for the moral you know the the macho man this is the old you know the old paradigm and then we have the rebellion against that we have the angry woman yeah, who's, you know, upset and, you know, doesn't want to have anything to do with, you know, these, you know, these macho men. And then we have the rebelling macho man that turns into the sensitive, wimpy, new age, uh, emotional guy, you know. Uh, and so this is, you know, and there's, you know, both of them are swimming around, you know, seeking, you know, uh, a deeper self-understanding. And, and then, you know, they, we move, we're moving into, you know, this feminine, that you know that really you know wants to be penetrated wants to be partnered wants to you know connect with the masculine and the masculine has discovered itself and its power within rather than trying to control and dominate and you know get a sense of power from outside itself and is dedicated to truth and integrity and doesn't you know approach the feminine out of need so much as desire and want and we have a happy ending, you know, orgasm. So we have these these changing, shifting understandings and roles and beliefs. Let's let's say that you know the 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 males are born into the world of the feminine. You know, we come out of our mothers. We come out of our mothers. We go right to the breast. We're born into you know, fire and air. Yeah, is the masculine. It's born into earth and water. This earth and water is, is a foreign element to the masculine. And most of these mothers have been angry. They've been suppressed and denied and, you know, run down. And I, like I was sharing, I think I might even have shared it in the Paley report, you know. <laughs> you know, you know I, was, I was taught from early on, boys are bad. Boys are bad. You know, I mean, men, men are, you know, really brought into a place of guilt and shame, you know, from very early on that, you know, they basically screwed up everything. And so, you know, it's very difficult in order for, you know, this process. It's not just this re-emerging feminine. You know, the feminine finds herself through the masculine and the masculine finds himself, you know, in relationship to the feminine. It, both sexes, both genders, both you know, areas need to uh, do this uh, evolutionary process. So, 
So, Venus. Tom, we're, we're actually coming to the end of the show. Um, are you, are you um, optimistic about the future in this shift that's taking place? Oh, absolutely. I think it's, it's about time. I mean, let's <laughs> get on with it, by God. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally with you there, and I really, really appreciate your time today. You've done a wonderful job in one hour of bringing all this together, both in terms of what's happening in this moment, but also the bigger picture. So thank you so much for joining us www.newparadigmastrology.com and the Pele Report comes out today. So hopefully you'll tune in and uh, listen to the wise words of Tom. Thank you so much, Tom. Oh, thank you very much, Peter. Thanks for having me. Aloha. Namaste. It's been a real pleasure. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. You probably want to listen to that a couple of times. There's a lot of really detailed, pithy information in, in that show. Uh, next week, my guest is Gary Quinn, and he'll be talking about the Yes frequency his own work and his latest book have a wonderful week it's an intense one have fun it's peter tongue for awakening to conscious co-creation we hope that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring please join host peter tongue for another edition of awakening to conscious creation next wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time noon pacific time on seventh wave network